The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Oh, finding love as an adult, not the easy task that everybody thinks that it is. So, you know, with the high majority of people being divorced out there, and then most of us being very disconnected as far as, you know, you reach that age and you're not hanging out at bars. You're not hanging out all night and doing things. So then how do you meet people? And what are the options in being able to meet people? Well, it was online dating. And I can tell you that for the about 14 years that I was single, I was on and off of online dating sites over the course of that time. Uh, met some really nice people in online dating. Met some real creepy people on online dating. Um, And it seemed as though there was this, and I know that there's an online dating site that has this very name. It seemed as though there was always like, can I find somebody better type of attitude. I also was, you know, intrigued by the process of that people would put together these fantastic profiles. And then when you met them, it was like, oh, you have fallen short of your profile. Um, And I don't know what all of that is, but my guest today might have more answers than I do in regards to this. Now, the good news is, is I have found love. It didn't happen to be online, but it was just somebody that I was connected with for many years in the industry. So my guest today is Gary Creeman, and he's actually the founder of Match.com. And at this point, Gary's going to fill us in on... (laughs) Hopefully, we're going to get some, rid of some of that background noise there, Gary, but you're going to fill us in on how this whole evolution of online dating started. Sure. Well, um, thank you for inviting me on the show. I feel honored. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, the idea behind online dating is um, it came from I'm trying to solve a problem. How do I find the person I want to marry? You know, good entrepreneurial ideas sometimes come from solving problems. Mm-hmm. Most of them do. And, and honestly, that's the, that's the greatest success of most entrepreneurs is if they can solve a problem. So clearly your problem was that uh, you wanted to find a date. So give us your story that's, on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So um, it was one of those things where, um, you know, I wasn't having a lot of success in the dating world. And, uh, you know, I needed a... Um, I needed to meet more people. Sometimes it's about, you know, there's a saying, you know, you need to kiss some frogs before you find the prince. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Oh, I've kissed you know. a lot of frogs. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> or in, in the business sense, contacts equal contracts. So I was oh. a believer. Hey, look, if I could get more people to date, maybe I could marry number one, Miss Wright. So that was, I was trying to solve my own problem. 
So that yeah. was kind of some of the genesis of the idea. And I don't know if you remember, you're probably not old enough to remember how you used to do dating and the personal ads in the back of newspapers. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember thinking, how scary is that? <laughs> and I had that same challenge. It was so scary. How would I find someone I'm attracted to if I only had a couple lines in the back of the newspaper? I said, I wanted to hear that person's voice. I might want to see a, a video of them or read more than you could get in a couple of lines. So that was kind of my idea. How could I get more information so I could go find Miss Wright? Yeah, no, I remember sitting around with my girlfriends and we would get the back of the penny saver and there would be, you know, the, uh, you know, single white guy wants to meet single white female type of stuff. And I remember we would just sit around and just read those endlessly thinking, ooh, is Prince Charming one of these guys? And then I also remember the evolution of kind of like the the audio dating or the video dating that they were yeah. going to they were going to capture like great you ex- great expectation yes yeah. yes exactly You'd go in and spend thousands of dollars i was in the same position you were yeah and yeah. i would put money i would put write those ads and i would get these huge bills by calling the numbers to go listen to them and the dates always never i mean i met some great people but they never seemed to be the person i was looking for so that's kind of how I came up with the idea. I wanted to meet more people, and I wanted to see more data on them before I went out. Well, it seemed to work because it's it's really the whole online dating thing is a huge phenomenon right now. So, you know, you were at this particular age where 20-something? I think I just turned 30. Okay. I think, I think it was almost, it was like maybe I was 28, 29, actually, now that I think about it, when I kind of came up with the idea and I started working on it when I, I think I turned 30, I remember. I moved from the one area, Palo Alto, I moved up to San Francisco and said, okay, I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to create some love for myself and for others because I knew other people who were in the same problem they weren't getting enough dates. Yeah. They it, weren't dating the right people. Yeah, and it was and really the truth is is it was a lot of who you knew, but if but during that time and that generation that we come from, we were working all the time. So unless you met somebody through work or a friend that you worked with um, introduced you to somebody, you weren't necessarily, you know, out and about to be able to make those connections. Exactly. Kind of you were limited to your network or who you met at bars and that was inefficient and then you kind of ask the question what are these people doing at bars <laughs> okay i met my second husband at a bar but we're also oh, divorced right. too and, so and, there you go think, ah, I think, I think, <laughs> but number three's worked out better right yeah, well i don't have a number three <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I maybe do, I can catch up with some people. Yeah, I do have a relationship. I just don't know that it's going to be marriage number three, right? Does it have to be there? Do we have to go there? No, not <laughs> at all. In fact, I'm a big believer that maybe for many people, marriage is an outdated model. You oh, know? interesting, yes. You know? Oh, yeah. I think we need new models of relationships and arrangements. Marriage is kind of... Where I, I think it came from an area where an era where women were oppressed. I know that's going to be a controversial statement, but I no, think but there's women as they try to get empowerment, you know, can work on better things that work better than them. Doesn't that make sense? Maybe. Well, it has to make sense because divorce rates wouldn't be over fifty percent if if we still had that old model in place. You know, men and women are so independent nowadays, and 
you know, and, and both having to work just to be able to live the lifestyles that we live, which still might be over the top, but, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's God, there's got to be something to be said about that, so. And, and marriage works for some people, and I'm not um, saying it's bad, but for a lot of people, it doesn't work, so you should still be able to have a relationship, whether you're a, even if you're a same-sex couple, it should be able to work. And uh, I'm happier we're getting more models these days mm-hmm. for relationships, and they're mm-hmm. more accepted. Definitely, definitely more accepted. So, yeah, so, but back when you were 30, because we're about the same age here from what I can tell, the, this, the Internet was not that big of a thing. So you created something that not a lot of people were walking around with, you know, cell phones or had home oh, computers. not at all. And, in fact, there were very few women online. It was very small, so kind of one of my innovations was, look, if I target women, given how few they were and the gender balance, you know, every woman would bring, you know, 20 guys and every woman of beauty, however you define that, would bring 100 men. That mm-hmm. was kind of one of my innovations. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's stupid today. But, uh, it doesn't because remember back in the day when it was like, you know, happy hour, it's like guys were, were charging you a cover charge and the girls were free because they wanted the ratio. That's right. So getting the right gender balance, it makes everyone happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So girls girls got in free. I don't know that they do that so much anymore because I think that there is that that gender balance happening anyway. And the guys are like, hey, why she get in free? <laughs> and thank God women are more comfortable with um, they can be forward in relationships and dating and things like that. So that's another big thing that's changed, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's so, okay for women to ask out. Katie Hawkins is alive and well. It still is. As a matter of fact, I was just talking with uh, my niece, and she's like, yeah, I had to ask the boy to the dance. And it's like, boy, they still do the Sadie Hawkins? And she says, yes. She goes, it seems silly, but, you know, it, it still exists. <laughs> I, I tell all women I know, be forward. Yeah. There's no, there's no shame in it today. So as an engineer, you develop this back-end online dating type of thing. There's not a whole lot of women that are online to begin with. So was your expectation that you were going to meet another engineer? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping to meet someone in marketing. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, actually, even at the time, I actually started dating uh, someone who, if you probably read, actually met someone on this service. And, uh, you know, we're probably at the end of the relationship and actually still married to that guy. Yeah, yeah, good. So, it, but at this point, Wait, you you are married and you have a family, and and love well, is in the actually, air for you. I am in the middle of a divorce, but I do have the family and things like that. Like yourself, you know, it happens. So you're going to uh, be so you're going to be on Match. dot com soon, aren't you? I might be. I might <laughs> be. Although I did meet someone eventually after I, uh, you know, got divorced during the divorce process, which is working out okay. Oh, okay, good. Uh, good. I hope I didn't offend her then. Seen ma- oh, no. <laughs> I've, seen, look, I've seen many different models and, you know, responsible for over a million babies. Um, so I always say whatever gets happy children in the world can't be a bad thing. It's just a mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, oh, so Match.com kind of makes a statement that they're responsible for a million babies but not a million marriages? I'm not going to judge how people got the babies, okay? And I'm not going to speak for them. Um, but, you know, 
look, you remember back then how hard it was to even get the right kind of people. You'd meet a lot of creepy people. Oh, this, yes. I think, maybe you're meeting more creepy people, but at least you get more dates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It is. It, it is an interesting phenomenon. And so, you know, part of this phenomenon is. It, I, I'm really anxious to you know dive into it a little bit more here, because what I one of the things that I noticed is that you know, there's this lack of integrity, and I don't think people intentionally want to be, you know, unintegral in the process. I think they think it's just going to kind of like create a broader scope or you know. The bigger net. Yeah, so hopefully it's not what I'll call a race to the bottom. Everyone lying online. You know, there's that famous New Yorker cartoon you remember, maybe remember, which is on the Internet. Everyone, everyone, no one knows you're a dog, right? <laughs> right. And that's not about beauty. That's a, they had a cartoon of a dog. Um, so I hope it's not more lying. I mean... I think there was always untruthfulness going on, right? Did you ever come across any incidences where a man didn't tell you everything? Oh, yes, of course. And, you know, and again, it was part of the process. It was, it was part of the expectation. It was you learn to ask the right questions. You learn to develop that kind of rapport with a person before you met them. Or then you would switch, you know, really fast and you'd say, nope, just going to get right to meeting him and, and it's, you know, call it done or it has more. You know, I, I heard this guy tell me one time, and this was from a Match.com date. He says, men are like microwaves and women are like slow cookers. We can make a decision whether we want to date you in three seconds. You guys take three dates. Yeah, there's probably some accuracy to that. And uh, I think that there are some people who are visual, so maybe, you know, just helped. Although, you know, clearly... You know, that's not always the case. I know with my dating experiences, just because a person looks like X doesn't mean they're not going to be like Y and vice versa. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, it was really one of those things where obviously looks come up as highly important in a lot of these dating sites, period. Um, But, you know, I always found myself saying, I want to know the person. What did the person write about themselves? You know, what, what, where's their passion? What makes them, you know, smile? And then when you went back and looked at the picture, you'd be like, oh, he looks like a really nice guy. So I think that there are many different ways. But, you know, I think I think the app today, Tinder, where you can just swipe Tinder. people away. Yep, yep, swipe right. Yep. Swipe right. You know, then it's then it really is about how you look and not about the person you are. It depends. I have been with many people who can match on Tinder um, who really do read the profiles and um, once they're at a c- certain level of looks, they will use the profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we also have more of a hookup culture today. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And there's plenty of things. So you're not with Match.com anymore. So this was something that you no. kind of created, founded, you put the, you know, you put the backbone of it together. Uh, you were with them for many years, but you're currently not with them. I am not. Um, I've helped out some other dating sites over the year and relationship sites like Scout, S-K-O-T, which was just sold to Meet Me. Um, And I'm always looking at interesting things in dating, you know, and relationships and how you meet people. Um, And I don't think that's going to change. It's just, think of it as like financial markets. There's illiquidity. How do you find Miss Right or Miss Right Now? Mm -hmm. Or Mr. Right or Mr. Right Now? 
Yeah, yeah. The, the, well, there's there's an amazing amount of uh, truth to that. So I'm wondering, you know, it it's not going to go away. We're, we're pretty clear on that. And no some of the no some way. of the stats, you know, that are happening right now. When I pulled up on the internet, so of course I don't know if it, you know any of this is true or not true because it's from the internet, of course. But they said that um, you know that that uh, online dating used to have a stigma, and now a majority of Americans say that online dating is a good way to meet people. So the stigmas definitely changed from when I first went on Match.com back in the day. The same, the same. It was very hard to. In fact, that's what I spent most of my time working on, showing safety and security, and they had a, a level of anonymity in online. It was really a challenging barrier and that stigma barrier to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I think it was one, you know, does the woman feel safe? And so then it was, you know, so then it was really kind of having this understanding that, you know, don't go to, you know, go to places that are more public and, and create that first meeting. Um, and then there was also that opportunity that if somebody said, oh, how did you guys meet? It seemed like people were like, mm, I'm not going to say match.com or online dating. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, a friend introduced us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although today it's no shame the, wo- no. the woman I'm with we met online, and I tell people we met online. Yeah, well, no, no there's shame, but it used there's to be no shameful. shame. Yeah, yeah, there's no shame at all for it now. It's it seems to be, and I I love this other statistic that I'll share with you, which I'm sure you know because you are very savvy in all of this content here, but maybe my listeners don't know this, and I want my listeners to have a beautiful life and to be able to find love, and if that means online dating or, you know, putting themselves out there a little bit more or asking friends to hook them up, I don't care. I want you all to find the love of your life and be happy, right? Yes, let's make this the day all of your listeners do one thing forward to get love. Oh. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Because I know that it's made a big impact in my life. Like I was a single girl for quite a while and it, and then it just kind of got to the point where it was like, okay, I'm going to have to resign the fact that I'm going to be single. And then no, I'll, don't say that. I know, but I really, I got really close because a lot of my friends were all hitting that same plateau where we're just not meeting the right people. And I, and I, but I did, I did something a little different, Gary. I went back and said, Tell well, me more. if I'm not meeting the right people, then who am I? And I really took that time to be able to kind of generate what the kind of person that I wanted to be. I dove back into why am I failing at relationships? Why am, you know, what's coming up for me? And of course, it was a lot of my past that was just kept stepping into my future and kind of creating those contradictions for a healthy relationship to be present. So it wasn't that so the guys were... In your pro- what, yeah, what worked best in your process? Uh, well, I did. I did some uh, great life coaching with some wonderful coaches. I became a life coach um, because of this process. Because I really got to like get rid of those monkeys on my back and that baggage that I was carrying around. You know, that kind of created that general statements and those circumstances to life. And I just said, you know what? I I just want to be happy, whether I'm single or in a relationship. I just want to be happy. And I'm telling you, the minute it was like all of that evolution started to happen, I met the most wonderful man in the world. And he was he was right there the whole time. Now he was married for you know at the time that we were in uh, in you know in the same industry, Um, and we'd probably cross paths hundreds of times. But you know, then next thing you know, he's single now too, and we met, and it was like honestly, it felt like destiny. I mean, think of all of the people who tell themselves these excuses. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm not smart enough, or I'm maybe a little overweight, mm-hmm. or 
um, I'm not social or I'm not worthy because of something happened in my past. That is all barriers to finding love. Oh, it, it will totally stop you from the right person entering your life. It is, it is the truth of law of attraction for sure. So, you know what, Gary, we're going to take a break real quick here. So stay with me and we're going to chit chat on the break and, and come up with some more fun stuff to talk about in this next segment. But I want to I kind of ask my listeners. So here's one of the stats on online dating. They said 50% of American adults have used online dating site or met somebody online. And it's tripled since 2013. So I'm wondering for my listeners, have you online? dated and and if you have send me a tweet at Bonnie Bonadeo one I want to hear did you meet somebody are you still with that person um, or you can Facebook me uh, send me a message on Facebook at beauty inside and out Gary we'll be right back streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com are you looking to uncover your authentic self looking to improve your communication selling or public speaking skills discover naked audience productions trainings on public speaking leadership sales and healing mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways from promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship whether it's business or personal finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. My guest, Gary Cream, and he is the founder of Match.com. And we're talking about online dating because he made a statement, right, Gary, that we want all of you to find love and be happily in love in, in your life. And not only that, like a, a generalist statement, let's do something specific in the next week to do something positive towards the goal of finding someone to get in your life if you don't have it. What do you think of that, Bonnie? A good idea or a bad idea? No, I think it's a fabulous idea, and we're going to put together that call to action of what we want, a few things that what we want people to do is, you know, they can come up with their own ideas too, but I think we should come up with some ideas as well. Now, I do want to kind of give a little bit more insight to to you. So you are an engineer, but but you are this entrepreneurial person that I, I'm always fascinated to talk with because I loved what you said at the very t- top of the show was, you know, we entrepreneurs solve a problem. That's what that's how business is turns into business is that you're solving a problem and you solved a problem that you wanted to date. And so then you created uh, Match.com. But you do so many more things. I mean, because you haven't been with Match.com for how long? Oh, it's been a couple of years. I okay. don't know, maybe even 10 years. I would have to even look. Um, it's been, Well, wait, it's been longer than that. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've stayed current in dating and relationships and helped out some other dating sites. But I'm a big believer in successful entrepreneurs solve problems. And if they understand the problem, the better things turn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because, and that's really what it's all about. So whether that problem is, you know, solved with a product or a service or whatever it is, you know, it's it's truly the success of um, 
of being an entrepreneur. Now, I have been making this statement, so sh- you know, I'll, I'll share it with you. So I have this, I have been working as an agent in the beauty industry. So I connect educators to buyers. So if somebody needs education in a particular arena, and there's a buyer that says, hey, I need to train my staff or train myself to be, you know, to do this kind of skill, technique, or service. So, I, so I've kind of referenced myself in the past. I'm like the match.com of the beauty industry. That's excellent. So you would work like if Clinique had a new product and you need to go find the people who'd use it. Would yeah, that be one yeah. Of the and services? I do it more on the uh, more from an educational service, you know, like if if where do you find how to be able to do a particular haircut? Like right now, these rainbow colors are on people's hair are very, very popular, but not not every hairdresser knows how to do that. So where do you find it? I can hook you up. And you do, you know, you talk about beauty outside and in do you do anything of like how you work on your inside beauty your self-esteem mm-hmm, absolutely because i'm a i'm a trained emotional intelligence speaker and life coach and so that's the big arena and i have a partnered business with a gal in san diego and our business is called nakedaudienceproductions.com we do public speaking leading and breakthrough trainings for people so that they have a better life and and we just came off of one of the trainings this past weekend the big breakthrough weekend and you know we asked people what area of your life do you want to focus on in this training And a lot of people said relationships. They wanted to find somebody. They wanted to have better relationships. They were single and wanted to be in a relationship. Um, So, of course, I shared with them, listen to the radio show on Thursday because I have Gary on there. And he's got some insight. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's super important, you know, especially revitalizing existing relationships. That's pretty important. It is, because listen, if you can't have good relationships with the people that you're surrounded by, you're not going to have a good love relationship, because the problem is the person looking in the mirror at you, not the others. Right, and, and potential love relationship, people do look around, and who's your friends, and how you deal with your coworkers, and what's the ecosystem around your Mm-hmm. when they make judgments. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So let's talk a little bit more about not only what we want for these listeners to be able to do as far as action and stuff, but, you know, I really think that there is a, a, an entire line of business that can be done just to be able to help people write profiles, do appropriate pictures. I mean, it is shocking how many men on Match.com are shirtless. And, oh and, and the illusion that they think that's what we want to see. Uh, and they're not we all... need to get a website going to go do that or get on Upwork or something like that and start writing people's profiles. Yeah, yeah. And I know that there are some people that, are, that do that particular service. But, you know, that could be like a, a, a big help because I think a lot of people, it's really hard for us to talk about ourselves, you know. And then especially in some of the areas of the questions like, what do you like to do for fun? Long walks on a beach. You know, out here in, in Phoenix, since we don't have a beach, it's like hike a mountain. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to go to Scottsdale for fun. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Go hang out in a gallery. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's hard for people to write those profiles themselves. And then what happens is that they end up writing them where I don't think that it creates that initial attraction towards them. Um, and then, of course, you know, listen, we are a selfie society. I cannot believe people don't have better pictures up on these sites than what they have up there. You know, take a take a good selfie. 
maybe they need one of these rainbow haircuts you're talking about. And they very well could. And I even did a show on how to do a great selfie um, with my friend photographer, Kevin. So you can go back into my archives and listen to that show on how to be able to take a great selfie. And of course, there's so many apps now that, that you know, you can enhance your selfie. But my thing, and I don't know, Gary, if you're in agreement with me on this part of it here, don't change it so much that when you show up live and in person, they don't recognize you. Yes, I so agree. That's starting a relationship with dishonesty and mm-hmm. distrust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, know, if you, you know, sometimes you are what you are. And, exactly. Uh, Love yourself for who you are and know that there's the perfect person out there for who you are. And that's why I think that beauty, that inner beauty you talk about is just as important as that outer beauty because if you start out something as a liar, where's that relation going to go? Anything other than a hookup mm-hmm. or a rejection. Yeah, and then and then what happens is then we say up, oh, you know, another bad date, and we chalk it up to what's going on around us instead of what's happening from within us. Yeah, and then we get in the man or woman hating mode, and uh, it's kind of a bad spiral because people can pick that up. Oh, absolutely, they can pick that up. And I mean, I remember being so frustrated during some of my dating times where it was just. Uh, <laughs> It was like, go ahead, show up. I dare you to show up and talk about your ex-wife within the first three minutes of this date. And sure enough, I'd you know they'd talk about their ex-wife, and I would I would create this distraction of you know what? Will you excuse me just a minute? <laughs> it's like, oh gosh, can we not talk about our exes at least at least yeah, for the first I, thirty minutes? <laughs> that's something you can bond on, you know. <laughs> You know, well, yeah, because everybody you, wants to know why did your relationship not work? So they think that that's the foundation of, and if you tell me and, you know, and we can make it work, but unfortunately what happens as human beings is we're pretty judgmental. And yeah. we'll spend more time judging them on what they've said than, than allowing what they said to be, oh, yeah, I can totally relate to that. Yeah, me too. So we both agree one thing to do is not talk about exes okay. on the first date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Yeah. Let's, let's, let's add that. Let's increasingly focus on some of the things we can do to find more dates, like the idea of finding a life coach, I think, is a great idea. It is great a great idea. idea. Absolutely. I'll put that almost number one on the list of something someone can do. I think it absolutely should be number one on the list because if, if you know, if there's a, there's a reason why you're single, and, and we could all say, oh, well, it's just by choice right now. But I think the truth mm-hmm. is, is, as humans, we do want to be you know, connected to another person. We do want that that ability to have that relationship where, where the trust and the love and and the you know the the, the comfortability, the safety is there. I, I know I know it's it's supported me. Like my business is skyrocketing since I've been in love because I can let go of that that persona of I gotta be good, I gotta take care of everything, I I gotta make it happen kind of attitude. Oh, I agree. When you're in a, it, it seems it's a better return on your business or whatever you're doing if you're in a stable, happy relationship. And I know people will tell themselves it's okay to be single. No shame in that, you know. But I think research will show, you know, you live longer and everything like that. Doesn't mean you have to be married because that might be an outdated business model. Yeah. But, or a relationship model, we'll call it. But uh, other things will work, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And to, you know, and, and to trust that the person that you might be in the relationship now doesn't necessarily isn't the person you were in the relationship that didn't work previously. 
And I think that, you know, again, we look for those comparisons, you know, oh, he he left the, you know, the cap off the toothpaste all the time. That was that was the end of it for me. And then they meet somebody else and they leave the cap off the toothpaste and they immediately spiral in. You're just like him. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I think we both agree that number one thing might be a life coach or a therapist or maybe changing your friends a little bit because maybe you're not getting the right advice and you're talking to yourself the same old story oh there i all leave the tooth off the packaging off the toothpaste they all leave the cap off right yeah hey i do too so even if that's something that annoys me in another person i do it too so (laughs) so i think would we both agree first step is we got to stop those voices in our mind yeah yeah And, and it is it's kind of like you know be an editor be the editor of your new story if you keep repeating yeah. the same story and over, 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 and over and over again, and it's like that Groundhog Day movie, then you're going to keep getting the same results. So be the editor of your new story. And I promise you, as a life coach, I can guarantee that the new story is present for you. Because guess what? We get to work on healing the old stories so that they become non-issues. Yes, not only, you know, thinking of them, but writing them down, I think, helps. Whether you're bullet journaling or I had a date with a girl once, I came to her apartment. She had her kind of advice written on a mirror and a lipstick, <coughs> not a, in a serial killer-esque way, but in a good way. So she could remember, maybe we've done in some, you know, drunken situation, but, uh, you know, but yeah. as long as you remember those, that's good. And, you know, you reinforce yourself, even if it's post-its on your steering wheel. Yeah, you know what, and that's and that's two really good points that you just brought up, Gary. And I'm gonna I'm gonna add those to our list. Is journaling because sometimes you just need to release what's holding you back, and when you put it into a journal and you can express it, even if it isn't writing, express it out. It helps the healing process of what feels like monotony to your life. So journal, and then the other thing I'm gonna suggest is to meditate. You know, meditation for me has been a a, a huge made a huge impact on my life because I'm I'm kind of a high strung person. I get stressed easily. I get overwhelmed easily. So that twenty minutes, ten minutes, sometimes it's only five minutes in the morning, really creates that stillness that I need to say, okay, I'm enough, and whatever I get done today is enough. And I just yeah, want to I want to be productive. Right, it's that inner focus that can kind of take you to the next level. Yeah, and so, you know, I created uh, some of my meditations. I created some of my meditations around not, you know, not the list of what kind of man do I want to be with? Because sometimes that can be a little unrealistic. I created my meditations around the putting myself in a relationship. I didn't have them yet, but I created what would I be like in a relationship? What would some of the things that we would do in this relationship? What are some of the places that we would want to go to or travel to together in this relationship? And I created all of that around a meditation. And honestly, I found the person that is wanting the same experiences that I do. Oh, I think that's an amazing technique. I mean, only subject to one thing I do see in a lot of people is they'll come up with such a rigid set of criteria and lack of open-mindedness that they shoot themselves in a foot because there there is no man who meets that criteria or woman who meets that criteria ever. Yes, you know? yes, exactly. And, um, you know, and, and 
every year, you know, whether you do it at the beginning of the year, you know, the January part of the year, or maybe around your birthday, whatever feels more comfortable. Um, I used to do a lot of vision boards, and I would just, you know, mm, cut. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. I cut and paste, and, you know, it was funny because I, I, I showed my boyfriend one of my vision boards, and there's a picture on there of the kind of man that I put on there, and it's like, okay, this is what he can look like. Uh, and, you know, and it's, it just was kind of the way the picture was, like this man looked uber confident and, and um, you know, but he was, but he still had that sex appeal and, and, you know, like take charge kind of person. And I looked at the picture and I looked at him and I'm like, oh my gosh, I found him. Like they really resembled each other. And it was, you know, just a coincidence, of course, by that. But then again, I created that, right? So you created your own reality um, with respect, and it was uh, not too um, narrow that there was no one who met it. And when that person came, you were ready to find your heart. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know, and it was it was really the really amazing qualities. Um, you know that he's confident, he's kind, he's generous. Um, he's a, you know he's he's a he's a very giving person. He's in a very social type of work, so he. He, uh, he understands that kind of being out and about and having to, you know, make those connections with other people. And so all of that is, is a beautiful thing. Now, I love this, this stat here uh, that I pulled out, that online dating has jumped among adults under the age of 25 and over the age of 50. And boy, I see there's a lot of truth to that. Oh, yeah, because those are the ages where, you know, you're out. Someone's out of college, and they reduce the number of people they meet in person. And uh, you know, over fifty, maybe they've been through a divorce or some other life event, and they also need the same. So I, I think those are really believable numbers. But I think there's also when someone's in their thirties, there's nothing wrong with going online to find someone. Mm-mm, no, and I think it's I think that it's fine. But it's but you know, and and you would you would assume that that's like kind of that you know, that main age where people are trying to find it because that's, that's during that time where family and, you know, and marriage and those components are pretty important. Right. So, you know, it doesn't surprise one to hear those numbers, but I think at any time people need love. Oh gosh, every, everybody needs love. And I really, my, my big wish for everybody is that they find that person or if they're with that person to really, really appreciate that person based on the love that they're getting. Uh, Cause I know sometimes we can take the love for granted. And I, I think people should use this show as an example to try to be proactive, at least in a week, or maybe if you're, if, if some of the people keep a calendar, they, uh, can write down, you know, tomorrow, next week, some random period of time where um, uh, love, where they want to use this to be proactive about finding someone. You know, birthdays and New Year's is restrictive sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes random days, maybe days that end in seven is the day that they go out and update their profile or send three emails out or something like that. What do you think? I think that's a really good idea. So it's so it's all about being proactive and taking some kind of action. So up to this point, because we're getting ready to take our other break here, um, you know, you recommended, and thank you, because I thought it was a great recommendation, Gary, you recommended get a life coach and really look at 
who you're being and what you say you want out of life and maybe why there's not that alignment to you having it at this point in time. And then I threw in there, you know, meditate around what you what your life looks like in a relationship because then you can manifest it, you know, it's that law of attraction. And then also journal it because sometimes journaling is a is a great uh, a, a great expression. Sometimes we just need to express emotions and journaling is a great way to be able to do that. And what would you like to add to that list? You know, building on that, you know, most people think the first thing they should do is go to a gym. That might not be the first thing they should do. Maybe that should be something they, or I need a new wardrobe. Maybe that's something they should do later. Or you I'm going to say a haircut. <laughs> Right, uh, other than the rainbow haircut, right. clearly the only <laughs> path to love. <laughs> yeah, get get a haircut that kind of gives you a new look and you'll feel good about yourself and then you'll want to take pictures and then you'll want to put a profile together and then you'll want to go on some online dating and then you'll have the great opportunity to meet somebody. So, all right, listeners. You're about to be in action here. Gary and I are going to be right back after this break, but we want to hear the good, bad, and the ugly of online dating. What, what some of the experiences you've had? Um, did you meet and, and actually end up with somebody that you met online? I'm sure the percentages are much higher now than they've ever been. And you can tweet me at Bonnie Bonadeo one or send me a post on Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out Show. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. So it is just about Valentine's Day, and Valentine's Day is very representative of love. And sometimes people, you know, they can shun Valentine's Day and and say, oh, it's just a holiday that, you know, somebody created so we can all spend a bunch of money and pay enormous prices for a dozen roses type of thing. But the truth is, it is an opportunity for us to be able to express our love to one another. And if you don't have somebody in your life that you love, then online dating might be the place for you. 
Um, and my guest today, Gary Creeman, was the founder of uh, Match.com. And this is way back in the day, if you heard the first segment, before people were really even online. But he had this... He had this great idea as a, as a spirited entrepreneur to be able to say, I need to meet more people. How can I make that happen? And he wanted other people to meet people. And then since then, Gary, we've been talking about that proactive approach. What are some things people can do in order to uh, find that relationship and be more happy in maybe the relationships that they have? So we just keep adding to the list. And right now we've got life coach, meditate, journal, um, you know, create that, find something, you know, randomly to be able to do, update your profile, get a haircut. Um, and, and think out of the box. How about that? You know, like I met my current girlfriend, Ashley, you know, thinking out of the box, you know, going to, you know, maybe a different online uh, site other than Match, let's say, which I, you know, of course I would go there first or, um, you know, different online dating or try Twitter or try Snapchat, or try other things. What about tell your friends you'll give them a dinner if they set you up with someone new? Mm-hmm. What about that? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's kind of making that commitment and putting it out there. It's that declaration, right? You know, I declare that I, um, I want to be in a relationship. So I'm going to let my friends know that I want to be in a relationship. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that when I'm at the grocery store that I'm, that I'm feeling confident looking looking and feeling good when going to the grocery store instead of just saying, oh, it's okay if my hair is up in a bun and I got yoga pants on, although that seems to be a normal attire anywhere anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but to be conscious, you know, like I remember my son saying to me one time, and I think we were in like a Walmart or something, and I remembered, and he was, oh, maybe 10, 11, and, and it was a very protective age for him, and he he started walking a little closer to me, and, and I said, what's, what's going on? And he goes, mother, men are staring at you. And I'm like, ooh, who? Like, I was oblivious to the fact that, that maybe men were staring at me in a good way, right? I wasn't even paying attention to the fact that I could have met somebody, you know, in the produce aisle of Walmart. And there's nothing wrong with meeting someone in the produce aisle of mm-hmm. Walmart because you know they're eating healthy, right? That's right. That's right. They're <laughs> buying fresh food. It wasn't the frozen aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. So, yeah, so I remembered thinking, I'm not really paying attention to the people around me. I'm not connected with myself in order to connect with others. And I had to be more observant. And I remembered thinking, everywhere I go, there's an opportunity to bump shoulders with somebody. Every every opportunity. You know, I used to, I used to like really seriously like I fly on Southwest all the time, right? Every oh, I love Southwest. I yeah, fly it myself. Yeah, and you get to pick your seat, right? You know, so I'm not just randomly in seat, and whoever's next to me is next to me. Like I get to pick my seat. So I started thinking, well, there's an opportunity right there to be able to meet somebody. I just have to look for that perfect person to be sit next to. And even though maybe it didn't turn into a date or an opportunity, I remember that just because I was more open to sitting next to somebody, that the conversation was better, the, you know, I felt better about myself. And who knew? I always thought, who knew? Maybe it's not them. Maybe they could be married or in a relationship, but maybe they know somebody. That's right. That's right. I mean, again, in relationships, contacts, people you know equal contracts equal dates. I love that. The more that. people you... I'm, yep, right? It's kind of like in your business. I'm tweeting you know, that The more people you. you talk to. Yes. Don't forget. Yeah. So, you know, I like what I... You know, maybe what someone should do is get a personality online on Twitter. 
you know, if they're really, let's say, and hiking the uh, going to Yuma, Arizona and going out to the reserve there or, you know, and they want to meet someone who goes to Quartzsite, Arizona, get it going on Twitter, add people. And eventually, you know, maybe someone will come that way. Mm-hmm. It's true. And you do. You have to like, you know, what are the things that this was one of the things that I said, too, is what are the things that I love to do? And if I do more things that I love and I notice other people doing them, too, isn't there an opportunity to meet somebody that way? Yeah. That's right, because you actually do want to meet people. If you like hiking, you want to meet someone who's hiking. If you like, you know, buying vegetables, you want to meet someone who likes to buy vegetables. And those are the things that I think that I think, you know, th- I'm sure that there's some good writers out there and some people that help people to develop their personal brand like me. I mean, that is one of the things that I do. I do it from a business standpoint, but I'd be willing to venture into if anybody needed my support to be able to help them create more powerful profiles. I could certainly do that because I do do a lot of work around personal brands. And who are you? Who are you to the world? And what type of a contribution do you want to be to the world? And in this case, it would be what's your contribution to a relationship so yeah and then and it is it's 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 expressing those things that we love to do well that's actually a great way to meet people do something that does contribution to society volunteer at a pet shelter or something that uh, you touch you you hit the public up a lot Mm -hmm. you know be a docent you know yeah it's not like we need to sit home watch tv anymore because i can pretty much watch any show i want to whenever i want to yeah i don't think that's going to help you yeah it's true. Not at all. <laughs> oh, all right. So you said that you met your girl online. Is that correct? Or you did not? I did. I did. I did. Well, that's, I did. Well, that's cool. I love the fact that you created this online dating opportunity mm-hmm. and that you met somebody online. So then we know that it's, you know, there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of possibilities for that to be able to work. Right. But I think we both agree you know, maybe that's not the first thing you should do. First, work on yourself, inner inner beauty, and maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of outer beauty if that's what gets you your self-esteem. Do that first and then figure out, is it going to be online dating? Is it going to be joining something where you have public uh, contact? Or maybe it's all of the above, right? Mm-hmm. It, well, and I think all of the above is a great thing. I mean, let's say that 2017 is the year for people to, to find love and to you know, to to really put that effort into it. I mean, to some degree, it, it it's it it feels it feels like work. Sometimes there's work involved in saying these are the things that I want, and in order to get it, I have to invest time into it, and time into me. And right, yeah. Right. Otherwise, it's, it's, yeah, it's just not going to work without putting the time into it. No. I mean, it might. You hear stories of it, but. Uh, you know, no. Well, it, it, it very well could be. Here's another stat that I found really interesting, too. One third of the people that used online dating never actually went out on a date with anyone. So one third of the people, like, created a profile, put themselves out there, but never really went out on a date. Well, what's that going to, um, uh, um, you know, how's that going to help if you don't do it? You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to take a chance. Be courageous, you know. And and listen, if there is some safety issues, you know, that's what Starbucks was created for. It wasn't for a good cup of coffee. You know, it's the third place. And I feel like it's the third place for people that need to meet on that first date. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Exactly. Exactly. I agree. It's like, what Starbucks is near you? Well, this one's closest to me. Great. Meet you there. Mm-hmm. Meet you yeah, there. Yeah, you know, maybe a museum might be better, you know? Yeah, get creative. You know, find those common interests. Make it, make it invest a little bit more time into it to get to know the person instead of the, you know, the three second, would I date you or would I not? Would I ask you out on a second date or not? Yeah. Yeah. So I know, Gary, so I know, Gary, that you are, uh, you shared that you've worked with other dating sites as well and that you're an angel investor. So what's this mantra for you? Like, how do you create, how do you, how do you find these problems to be able to solve them and. And, you know, what's, what's that experience like for you as this entrepreneur? Oh, well, I, I, I love helping other entrepreneurs realize their dreams. And, uh, you know, some of that is kind of like dating. Sometimes, you know, you could say, well, what can I learn from someone who's ran 100 marathons? Mm. It's kind of like, what can I learn for someone who's had a bunch of dates? You know, there's stuff you can learn. You know, we know a lot, but we don't know everything, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's an awesome idea. So to be in the position, um, and you know, and know that you're creating these, the, finding the problem, solving the problem, then uh, you know, then that creates a business, and then you are somebody who's able to help other people with the business. And so, and I know on your on your bio here, it said that you kind of you know s- supported fifty other businesses that have been successful and or sold, and that's 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 pretty. That's pretty amazing. I don't know. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who've done better. <laughs> well, you're a humble guy, too. Certainly, certainly that is a good quality in dating somebody else, is somebody that's humble. Uh, I try. Not, I, I think, you know, self-confidence is good, but um, humbleness is actually an attractive policy. It really is. Yeah, it really is. So I did get a I did get a tweet from somebody here and it says, "Nobody likes me on match.com. What am I doing wrong?" <laughs> that was uh, well, maybe they <laughs> maybe we need to get them to see the life coach first. Yeah, so that, that what sounds I, like negativity. What do you think? Yeah, I think Honey. I think that they're kind of not feeling very good about themselves maybe. So what we'll do yeah. is um, I'll I'll dig a little deeper, uh, dive a little deeper into who they are and and if they're open to letting me look at their profile and maybe provide them some complimentary suggestions to start out with. Um, but certainly if, if uh, you know, anybody is interested in, in having me support them to be able to find love, because now that I'm in love, I want to make sure that everybody has love. Um, you should totally follow Bonnie on Twitter, whatever you're doing. Follow yes, everyone. yeah. Bonnie Bonadeo one on Twitter. You know, if listen, if you want to private message me um, on Facebook, you can find me, Bonnie Bonadeo. And then certainly here's my email address, Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. B-O-N-A-D-E-O. Yeah, you can A-D-E-O. add me to G. Kremen. Uh, I'll maybe give little three-minute direct message advice, not too much, but I'll see if I can help out. Yeah, good. Well, you know, you had that you had that vision back in the day to be able to help people, but and it was certainly not without saying to help yourself. Um, so let's go back to our list of all these things that we wanted people to be in action with. So uh, one of the things was life coaching. What were some of the other ideas, Gary, that you brought in? So we talked about life coaching. We talked about kind of getting a new set of influencers. Sometimes people's current friend group isn't isn't perfect for them. We talked about volunteering at a people-heavy mm. uh, um, position. 
Um, maybe we talked about, you know, telling people you're looking. I think that's super important. It puts it super, out there. Super important. You got to get out there. So telling people you're looking can be number one. Yeah, I think that's great. So meditating was also a, a great suggestion. Meditating, Journaling. Yeah. But no matter what, we want you to be proactive in that you, you're, you're perfect just the way you are. And that the perfect person is also out there for you. And I know that sounds very woo-woo and very like, oh, yes, it can happen. But I truly believe that. I agree. Yeah, I truly believe that. Well, perfect. Well, you know what? You've been an incredibly fun guest, Gary. And I hope to be able to connect with you um, just as an entrepreneur myself to be able to, um, you know, capture some insight from you or um, have you look at one of my businesses and say, hey, yeah. Try this. Um, it was it was on, honestly a pleasure. I'm glad we got to talk about beauty and love and online dating and all of those fun things too. And uh, we'll make the world a, a, a better place when we're all in love, right? Because there's a lot of hate going on out there right now. We will make um, we will make it. Um, we'll hopefully we have some more love created. Yes, here. yes. Let's create more love in the world. Period. Yeah. Good. Gary, thank you Yay. so much for being my guest. I'm here to help you. Yep. Happy yeah. Valentine's Day to you and your love. Yay. And I will. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks for being here. All right, everybody. Beauty inside and out. Remember, it's always about being you in beauty, not being somebody else, but to be you in beauty because nobody is more beautiful than you are. And uh, as Gary and I shared, we want you to all have the greatest love life. Uh, possible, but to just share love and spread love. And that's what this Valentine's Day should be about. And then don't forget to join me next week because we're going to go back and talk about some of the cosmetics that can give you the opportunity to be able to look better. So you might want to you might want to tune in that and it might give you some ideas for some great pictures for your online dating site. Thanks for being with me. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.